Hey everybody, welcome or welcome back to NSN Online. We are so glad you joined us today. If you don't already, take a second to go follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok where we constantly put out content for you guys. And don't forget that we want you guys to join us on campus on Sunday nights from 6 to 7.30 where we're going to worship together and then go over the message that you guys are getting ready to hear today. We can't wait to see you. What's up everyone? Hope that you guys are having um, an awesome week. If you have a Bible, um, go ahead and turn to Hebrews chapter 5. We're going to spend a little bit of time there for the next few minutes. And then on Sunday night, you and your small group are going to read a little bit more of it. But we're going to go um, Hebrews 5, starting in verse 7. And I'm going to read out of the message version because it's a little bit easier to understand. Here's what it says. While he lived on earth, anticipating death, Jesus cried out in pain and wept in sorrow as he offered up priestly prayers to God. Because he honored God, God answered him. Well, we've been focusing on for the past couple of weeks, this idea of Jesus being the goat, the greatest of all time. And for the next few minutes, what we're going to be talking about is how Jesus is greater than our weaknesses. Now, I don't know if you can tell by just looking at me, but I am not the most physically strong person in the world. I'm actually pretty weak. In fact, my arms kind of get tired when I carry my three-year-old around for like five minutes. I'm not a, a bodybuilder, as you can see. I'm not into lifting weights. When someone asks like, do you even lift, bro? My answer is always no. But today, I don't necessarily want to focus on our physical weaknesses. In fact, I don't really think Jesus cares that much about how physically strong I am. I want to talk about some other weaknesses in our lives, some of the emotional weaknesses that we have, some of, more importantly, the spiritual weaknesses that we have, some of the weaknesses in our hearts. For example, I'll be really honest, I struggle with patience. One of my weaknesses is, is getting impatient, and this rears its ugly head almost every single day when I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old living in my house. For example, um, like when my one-year-old hits me in the shin with a wiffle ball bat and then laughs, which happened last week, and I just want to take the bat and hit him back, but I think hitting a one-year-old with a wiffle ball bat is kind of frowned upon. Or another example would be when my three-year-old takes like 15 minutes to put on one sock and all I want him to do is just get ready for school. I'm an impatient person and that weakness comes out sometimes towards my kids. Another weakness that I have is having tough conversations. You can ask the people closest to me. You can ask my wife. I don't like to talk about bad things. I don't like to talk about awkward things. I want everybody um, to be happy. I want everybody to be good. And I really struggle having tough conversations. That is one of my weaknesses. Now today, I want to ask you two questions with the rest of our time. The first one is this. Do you know where you're weak? Like, do you know some of your spiritual weaknesses? Do you know um, some of your emotional weaknesses that you might have? 
Can you identify him? Have you ever asked anybody? That's a tough question to ask somebody. But what I know is that no matter what weakness you have, Jesus is greater than that weakness. Jesus is greater than the broken relationship that is causing you insecurity. Jesus is greater than that weakness. He's greater than the loneliness that you might feel at school or the loneliness that you felt while you were trapped in your house for like two months. Jesus is greater than any grudge that you are holding against another person that is causing your heart to go sour. Jesus is greater than any anxiety or depression that you might be feeling. Jesus is greater than this thing that we call 2020. Jesus is greater than any of those weaknesses that you and I have. Now, here's the thing. I know in my head and I know that when I read scripture that Jesus is greater than those things. But here's what's important. We can't just continue to live in those weaknesses. We can't just continue to to live that way. Like every time my three-year-old takes forever getting ready, I can't just blow up on him. Every time my one-year-old hits me with a wiffle ball bat, I can't just blow up on him. I can't live like that. You see, Jesus is greater than my weakness of, of having no patience, but he wants to lead me through that and give me more patience. See, I can't just continue to avoid hard conversations. Jesus is greater than that weakness, but he wants to walk with me through that weakness and give me the words to say when I'm having those tough conversations. See, Jesus is greater than your loneliness. And that's why he wants to lead you into godly community. Jesus is is greater than any grudge that you hold, but he wants to lead you into forgiving that person. Jesus is greater than any anxiety or depression that you might have, but he wants to lead you into seeking out some sort of help. Jesus is greater than any weakness that you have, so much so that through his power, he wants to turn that weakness into a strength. That leads me to my second question for today. When you are weak, where do you go? Who do you talk to? When you're weak, who do you cry out to? Look at our text in Hebrews chapter five that we just read. While he lived on earth anticipating death, Jesus cried out in pain and he wept in sorrow as he offered up priestly prayers. Even even Jesus, the goat, in his pain, in his sorrow, is crying out to his father. Look at um, another one, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, starting in verse eight, Paul says this, Satan's angel did his best to get me down. What he in fact did was push me to my knees. No danger then of walking around high and mighty. At first, I didn't think of it as a gift and begged God, there he is pleading, to remove it. Three times I did that and then he told me, here's what Jesus says, my grace is enough, it's all you need. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. Here's what Jesus is saying. My power works best in weakness. My power works best during your impatience. My power works best during your loneliness. My power works best during any broken relationship that you have with a friend or another adult. My power works best in your anxiety. Jesus is greater than your weaknesses, but our weaknesses will forever stay that way. If we don't cry out, if we don't seek out and rely on the power of Jesus. Here's what I want you to know as we end our time today. 
When we are weak, we are not alone. I want you to hear that. When you are weak, you are not alone. We have someone. We have a God. We have Jesus, the goat, who leads us into overcoming those weaknesses through his power. Here's the important thing. How do we live this way? Right? We, we can know it in our head, but, but how do we take this information from our heads and, and put it into our hearts? How do we take this idea of Jesus being greater than our weaknesses and actually live that out? Maybe we could say it this way. How do we take this information and turn it into transformation? How do we live this idea out? These are the questions that you're going to be able to answer this Sunday in your small group. Can't wait to see you guys. Six o'clock Sunday night. We love you guys.